Hello, Community Health Center advocates. This is Marie McCauley, and welcome to this week's Advocacy in Minutes. Today is April 14th, 2021, and here's the latest in advocacy and war in minutes. Joining me for the last time today is Shamal Shepard. Unfortunately, we're saying goodbye to Shamal. This is his last episode, um, and we're going to miss him terribly. We're wishing him all the best. Now let's get into the latest CHC policy and advocacy. We find our nation at a moment of reckoning with tragic police violence and racism. As community health advocates, improving the way we discuss racism and other forms of hate is critical to building health equity in anti-racist healthcare communities. Please read NAC's statement commending the Center for Disease Control for naming racism as a public health threat. You can find the link in your Washington update. Let's continue to strive for a better future. Now, Shamal, is there anything happening on the Hill? Thanks, Marie, and thanks to all of our listeners who I'm going to miss terribly, um, and my great team here at Advocacy. Um, This week on the Hill, House appropriations deadlines are approaching, so if you haven't submitted appropriations request forms to your member of Congress, the deadline to do so is Wednesday, April 21st, 2021. Please find detailed instructions on how to fill out the appropriations request forms on our NAC website or in the Washington Update. The deadline to sign on to the FY22 CHC Appropriations Letter is Friday, April 23rd, 2021. Please be sure to contact your representatives and ask them to co-sign the letter. The list of members who have already signed on to the House Fiscal Year 22 CHC Appropriation Letter can be found in your Washington update. Senators Stabenow and Wicker's offices have released this FY22 CHC Appropriations Letter yesterday, April 13th, allowing senators to begin co-signing. The deadline to, co- to sign on is currently April 23rd, 2021. NAC has posted a copy of the letter and further instructions on our website. On April 9th, 2021, President Biden released his discretionary budget request. The request included a 16% increase for non-defense discretionary spending and a 23.5% increase in funding for the Department of Health and Human Services. The skinny budget outlined top line numbers for federal agencies and did not include specific funding levels for programs like community health centers. The entire budget will be introduced in May or June. Negotiations over the size and scope of Biden's FY22 budget and other spending priorities have continued. While Democrats look to reconciliation to pass major legislation, Biden met with a bipartisan group of lawmakers on April 12th to discuss his $2.3 trillion infrastructure proposal. Also on the Hill, today, Senate Finance Committee will hold confirmation hearings for Andrea Joan Palm and Chiquita Brooks-Lashur, who have been nominated as HHS Deputy Secretary and CMS Administrator, respectively. And lastly, the HHS Secretary, Javier Becerra, will testify on April 15th in front of the House Appropriations Committee on Labor, Health, and Human Services, Education, and Related Agencies on the Biden Administration's FY22 budget request for the Department of Health and Human Services. NAC has submitted questions for members to consider asking the secretary. Marie, are there any news of what's going on in our health centers? Thanks, Jamal. The Center for Family Health of Jackson, Michigan shared an empathetic message from the senior minister of Lilly Missionary Baptist Church to his congregation. Pastor James Hines made a video to encourage immunization in his community. You can check out the video in your Washington update and see this great example of partnerships. Neighborhood Health, a community health center in Virginia tapped by the Biden administration to receive direct vaccine supplies, has already administered over 20,000 vaccines, and 85% of recipients have been people of color. Executive Director Dr. Bazim Khan explains how they are doing it in a new post on the NAC blog. You can read that at NAC.org. 
and a new video produced by the South Carolina Primary Healthcare Association features community health center physicians talking about their experiences over the past year, including racism towards their patients and their views on the COVID-19 vaccine. Featuring Dr. Kimberly Chang of Asian Health Services, Dr. Dan Miller of Sun River Health, Dr. Faith Polkey of Beaufort Jasper Hampton Comprehensive Health Services, and Dr. Felix Valbuena of the Chaz Center. You can check out the video in your Washington update. Shamal, are there any learning opportunities? Yes, Marie. Advocates are encouraged to join our partner organization, VoteER, and Civic Health Month, and other leaders in healthcare and democracy on April 23rd and April 24th for a free Civic Health Conference. This virtual event will connect the dots between health and democracy through engaging workshops on topics ranging from the importance of local elections to the power of community organizing. Register at the link in your Washington update. Advocates are also encouraged to join the Center for Family Health on April 29th at 12 p.m. Eastern. The 90-minute forum will discuss Black, White, racial disparities in infant mortality in Michigan. You will hear from Dr. Arthur R. James, Dr. Michelle White, and Dr. Renee Branch Kennedy. The speakers will provide short presentations and take questions as part of a panel discussion. In honor of National Minority Health Month, NAC will welcome civil rights leaders for a conversation about how health centers have helped to lead the charge on bringing quality, affordable health care to vulnerable communities and how they can lead our nation out of the COVID-19 pandemic and into the future with a more equitable health care system. This is going to be the third webinar in NAC series, propelling our mission forward in NAC's 50th year. Be sure to join us on April 27th at 2 p.m. Eastern. Last learning opportunity for this week, you can join Grassroots Advocacy and the Congressional Management Foundation on May 4th from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern for a webinar. The webinar will unpack results from Congressional Management Foundation survey on national advocacy groups and the government relations professionals who represent them, and will examine advocacy strategies that groups primarily invested, why and how much those strategies influence congressional decisions. The program also presents research on how advocacy adds value, not just to an organization's legislative agenda, but to the financial bottom line of the group and its network. We look forward to having you there. Marie, I think that's all for this week. Thanks, Jamal. And one last thank you for all the work that you've done for community health centers across the country. We're going to miss you on the team. And for our listeners, some quick reminders. Please continue to refer to our HC Advocacy Coronavirus Advocacy Tools in this challenging time. You can find the advocacy website at hcadvocacy.org. Also, make sure you're subscribed to our Washington update so you can see more health center news and what we're reading. In order to keep up with all upcoming advocacy events, visit hcadvocacy.org backslash calendar. For further support, please email us at grassrootsatmac.org or follow us on Twitter and Facebook at hcadvocacy. As always, a huge thank you to all of our advocates for your strong advocacy efforts. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy, and we'll be back next week.